everybody, Jeff Antoniak here, Digging Deeper Jazz Series. This is video number eight, Bionic Jazz. So this is building on video number seven. I hope you saw that. If not, definitely check it out. In that video, we were talking about the one, six, two, five progression and how to get rid of the BS in our playing and how to really sculpt and play through those changes. Well, today what I want to do is talk about how to do some like bionic surgery on those chord changes to get them sounding really hip, really amped up, uh, some great new voice leading and things like that. And we're going to do that by tri-tone subbing the hell out of some of these chord changes. So, uh, speaking of bionic, um, I'm 51 years old. And uh, that's the perfect age for a human being, I think. Because if you're younger than 51, you may not know about Steve Austin, the bionic man, and that show in the 1970s. So I feel bad for you if you're younger than me and don't know about that. That's a shame, right? 51, awesome. Uh, so, <laughs> we'll go from there. Um, now, now, speaking of uh, awesomeness, here's a question I get asked a lot. Jeff, you have the best jazz series on the internet by far. Uh, what's up with that? <laughs> I've been asked that once or twice. Um, so here's what I'm trying to do with this video series. Um, and it came out as three C's. I didn't even mean that to happen. But C number one is clarity. I am trying to add some clarity to some very complicated subjects. And I try to get rid of everything that doesn't need to be there and try to find a really direct road from here to there. I had to do this in my own practice as a student. I had some great teachers, but... Clarity wasn't always at the forefront of a lot of the teaching that I got. So that's what I'm dying to uh, put out there. Uh, the next one is conceptual. In other words, a lot of these videos, if you've watched these 50 videos, first of all, thank you. Second of all, I think you'll find 80 or 90% of them are conceptual. I don't show, hey, here's a great lick to play over this chord or that kind of stuff. Um, I'm more interested in overarching concepts. And when we understand a concept, that idea of how we can discover everything underneath it. And it allows for that creative impulse. If someone shows you, here's a lick that so-and-so played, that's great. And I use that stuff all the time myself, but it's so specific. Uh, I, I like broader ideas that get us sounding better quicker. And then the last thing is the community. And that's probably the biggest thing. More and more, I want to be connecting people, not only with this good information, but with each other. So the jazz pros, uh, like myself, professional players and teachers who are watching these videos, connecting them with all of the thousands, tens of thousands of adult jazz amateurs out there who are so ferociously uh, into this music and love it and want to be connected with good players and good information. So that's probably the biggest thing. So I'd love for you all to get in contact with me. You can write me at diggingdeeperjazz at gmail.com. And I'm actively building this community, and there's some big news coming down the road with that soon enough. Jazz professionals, check out Jazz Teacher Training. Dot com if you want a very tangible way. I'm working with jazz pros all around North America right now, getting them up and running with new businesses in their cities. So I'm talking about Washington, D.C., Bethesda, New York, Sarasota, Florida, Philly, Portland, Oregon. I know I'm missing some places. Uh, love to get you with us, too. All right, before we head out, I also want to uh, thank Gonzalez Reeds. I've been playing these reeds for three years, and just recently I've been talking with the factory. Um, they do a fabulous product, especially the Jazz Cut, Local 627, Gonzalez Reeds. I play three and a halves on tenor, 
And uh, great reads, and uh, I'm doing my best to see if we can't get uh, a good, a good uh, sort of central source for everybody to try these reads, as well as a discount code. So that's going to be coming soon. So Gonzalez reads, good stuff. All right, so let's get into this bionic jazz business here. Uh, as I said, this is very related to, to the uh, last video, number seven, Less BS. So I strongly recommend you check that out if you haven't yet. Um, and so we're building on that concept. And what we're going to do today is take that simple progression and really kind of amp it up a little bit. Um, so let, let's dig into it. And now I mentioned tritone substitutes. That's what we're going to do. Um, if you don't know what tritone substitutes are, that's totally cool. Um, what I would suggest is the previous video, number seven, is where you need to stay and live for a month or two or three. And this is five minutes a day, like I said. Um, Tritone substitutes, I'm sure there's 10,000 places you can buy books and look at videos and find out what a tritone sub is. I'm not going to dig into that today, but I want to talk about how to use them. So I'm sort of skipping that step, and if you don't know that step, you can get that information somewhere else, I'm absolutely certain. All right, so I'm going to put up on the screen now uh, this handout. I would be happy to send it to you. Again, you can email me for it. Um, the very, uh, number one, the basic progression, if you uh, saw last week's video, it's 1625. And the assignment was to play through that unaccompanied, relatively slowly, and improvise so that someone can absolutely hear those chord changes in your plan. Let me give it a try. One, two, In that, I used mostly chord changes, including some flat nines, one or two sort of enclosures and neighbor tones. But hopefully, I got like a nine and a half out of ten on nailing those changes so you could hear them unaccompanied, right? So here is what I want to start doing, is let's start tritone substituting some of these chords. So if you look at item number two on the sheet, tritone sub. So what I'm going to do is tritone sub the fourth chord. The final chord, so instead of a G7, like you see on line one, I'm going to play a D flat 7, which you see on line two. All the other chords are the same. So, um, and one little hint I'll give you is, especially since we're doing this un, unaccompanied, which I, which I would say is very important, do not use a play-along track with this. I want you to be creating the sound, not relying on good harmony and bass lines behind you. So what I would say is when we're doing these tritone substitutes, simpler patterns, something like, uh, well, frankly, just chord tones. One, three, five, seven. Not even nines. One, three, five, seven. Um, or something like one, two, three, five. Those sort of simple patterns really outline the chord and it'll make us, help us hear them a little bit more. It's one thing for our brain to have the signal. It's one thing for our fingers to get there in time. It's a very important third thing that we learn how to hear this stuff. Because as artists, we're going to be making decisions. I choose this substitute now. I choose this scale now. I choose this melodic device now. Right? So if we don't know what they sound like, our choices are based on who knows what, right? So, let me try number two now. So what you're listening for is beat three and four of that second measure, um, that tritone substitute chord. <laughs> 
And by the way, I'm playing in B-flat concert. I'm playing in C on the tenor sax. If you have perfect pitch, you're gonna, I'm playing in B-flat. I put the uh, sheet in the key of C just to make it easier to look at and, you know, our home base being no accidentals. So here I go. I'm going to try number two. A one, two, three. <laughs> tens of thousands of times in the key of C and there's still little flinches with me every once in a while or oh where does that go or uh, that is why we have to dig deep do this over and over again and if you watch the last video I recommended doing this in one key for weeks at a time because we're programming our ears and our brain. I don't want you to rush and jump, go around the circle for us, do it in 12 keys. That's great advice if you have 14 hours a day to practice. Excellent advice. For many of us, one key is the best advice, okay? Doing it in one key. So let me go on to uh, number three. So what I'm doing now is moving the tritone sub to different places in the progression. Yes, a tritone sub is traditionally done on a five chord going to one. Us jazz musicians don't really care about rules so much sometimes, and so we will tritone sub whatever we feel like whenever we want. So, here we go. This is number three. So now, instead of the six chord, instead of an A7, I'm going to be playing an E flat seven, the tritone relationship. Here I go. Number three. One, two, three. <laughs> It's a pretty cool sound. Now here's the thing. Um, a lot of times, we see that minor two chord, right? Um, it's possible, well, I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll do it on the next one. What I'm going to do is make that D minor chord a D7 chord. So we get sort of a parallel motion. We're not mixing, you know, major to dominant to minor, sort of the traditional functional 2-5-1. It sounds kind of hip sometimes when we change that minor chord into major. And again, you're doing this over the rhythm section who's playing good old one six two five. They're not aware you're going to do these substitutions. So the point of it, your question is, won't that clash? And my answer is, hell yeah, it's going to clash. That's why we're doing it. But it's organized clashing, right? It's, it's based on some science that tells us that these chords substitute for each other. And it's based on insanely strong voice leading when you do it right. That's why we practice it so much, okay? So here's number uh, four. But what I'm going to do, the D minor, I'm going to play as a D7. So it's going to be C major, E flat 7, D7, D flat 7. I'm tritone subbing two of the chords now. The six chord is being substituted with the E flat chord. The five chord is being substituted with the D flat chord. Let me improvise on that. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Mm -hmm. 
So I started that off actually. With something I remember I transcribed from a Joe Henderson rhythm changes solo. Uh, so this, this is all coming from our heroes, from some of the greatest players. And Joe would use that particular one, number four. I've heard him use that many times in many different settings. And tritone subbing the way he did on the second and fourth chord, the E flat and the D flat, gives us this great downwards chromatic line, right? So there's so much that we discover as we're doing this. Let me do number five for you. So now what I'm doing is uh, really against the rules in classical music. I'm tritone subbing a two chord. So that, that's, you know, that's not even a thing. But at, in jazz, we do it. So now my progression is C, A, A flat, G. So now we have a different chromatic area. One, two, to do with this. I'm, I, I feel like I'm sort of at the edge of my brain power and technique sometimes doing this at this relatively mild tempo in the key of C that I played in a bazillion times, right? So you can see how the exercise from last week, video number seven, just really working the 1625, there would be no way to do this exercise if you weren't at a near mastery level with that other one. This is a cool one to just try, know it exists, you can aspire to it, you can hack away at it, but I don't want this exercise to dissuade you from putting in the time and the hours on the last one. So, uh, as I may have said last video, um, this video appearing one week later, the way we're doing it in real time. It's a little close for me. I'd actually, if you were studying privately with me, we wouldn't get to this till four or five months later because I'd want to make sure you had dug deep, deep holes on the last one. Anyhow, it's a fabulous way to get this cool architecture into your playing, these sounds of these chromatic motions and everything. Thelonious Monk used this in his composition all the time, tritone subbing. Uh, the song Bemsha Swing is a great example of essentially a 1-6-2-5 progression, but tritone subbed in bizarre places. So it ends up sounding like this amped up, brand new jazz harmonic composition, yet it's based on 1-6-2-5. We, all of our heroes use this device too. So anyway, this is a great way to think about getting these new notes. Here's the thing, you could fall upon these same notes that I was playing using uh, the altered scale, the superlocrian scale, uh, whole tone sounds. There's many, many ways to get to these notes, but you won't sound, you'll sound different using the tritone subs versus the scales. All these different approaches, there's only 12 notes, right? So there's, um, there's, a pile of right notes and then a pile of tense notes, less right notes, flavorful notes, whatever you want to call them. And it's not like it's endless, right? But it's how we combine them and how we juxtapose them is what's sort of endless. And so using this approach is a really slick way of doing it, very time-honored and uh, you know, so I've gotten this from many great players before me. So thank you very much for tuning in. I hope that's interesting to you. Uh, I'd be happy to send you this PDF as always. If you uh, write me an email at diggingdeeperjazz 
at gmail.com. I'd be delighted to send it off to you. As I was saying at the beginning of the video, I'm really, really interested in building this community. There are some cool things coming in that regard. And so part of that is us knowing each other. Part of that is us connecting with each other. So I really do want to hear the comments. I really do want to receive emails, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails, which I've been receiving. And I answer every one of them. So please uh, take a second, drop me a line, tell me who you are, and we'll go from there. All right, thanks for tuning in to uh, Digging Deeper Jazz series. Uh, if you haven't yet, please do subscribe. Jeff Antoniak Educator is the channel. And please do uh, pass this information around. I'm happy to share this with everybody, so send people to the channel, let them know what we're doing here, and uh, I'll see you next time. Take care.